And that's when he said, welcome to another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents a beautiful Tuesday, January the 19th. My brother Jonas, young man, works in a five-sided building somewhere near Washington, D.C. It's his birthday today, and happy 38 to Mr. Jonas. I'll be 39 this year myself, and it's been an interesting time for all of us. Wish him well, and hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. For those of you who don't believe, you don't observe, you're not a fan of Dr. Martin Luther King, well, I guess you're you're not true historians. That's a man who changed a lot having to do with history. He's given us a lot of reference points and um, been an interesting piece of discussion for so many people. Uh, it's like a great work of art, like the uh, Sistine Chapel or anything else, where they Michelangelo come in, he paints the ceiling, it's there. Martin Luther King, of course, assassinated April the 4th of 68, and uh, yet his work remains. Yet he is a reference point, and he is an indefinite part of history. I hope that all of you have been doing well yourselves. I've talked about the science of things we've been talking about quality how you make your decisions and this is the week everybody's hoping <laughs> to see what happens with your political science uh, majors uh, estimating here's what's going to happen with biden with trump with transitions national guard and who is paying attention do you care first step in any process do you give a fuck you know it's one of those things that you sit back and relax after you vote and kind of watch things happen. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Bought my season tickets to the to the game this year. Let's see how our team does. You're not out there on the field. You're not playing. You're not actively. You know, you, the next time that you'll be championing anyone towards the polls will be two years from now. Four years from now. Most people are not involved in local politics. They're not going down to the county commissioner's meetings. They're not involved in the zoning, the planning, the anything on the local ordinances. They just don't participate at that level. And yet, everything that happens on the national level, they act, you know what I mean? You know, you do. do you know what I mean? These are not people who like to hike on a regular basis, but given the chance, they'd love to climb Mount Everest. They're going to make it to the peaks of the Himalayas. And yet, you know, these folks wouldn't go walking on their local trail. What do I mean by that? I mean, you're not actively participating in local politics. You're not practicing in the system on a regular basis. Oh, but I know what would be best for the big picture. You don't know what's best for your community. Who are you to tell me what's best for the, the nation? It's my right to vote. Number one, if you are a woman or otherwise granted the ability to vote through an amendment to the U.S. Constitution, yes, it would be your right to vote. Otherwise, the Constitution has granted you the privilege of voting. It is a privilege. It's not a right. It can be taken away. You can forfeit that privilege by committing a felony and many otherwise things that uh, do uh, proclaim you from being able to vote. Beware. It's my privilege to drive. No, you, people, <laughs> they talk about how it's their right to drive. Yeah, until they decide you've got too many points or you don't qualify in some way, shape, or form. They take your license away. And you know, there's certain 
As the ultimate warrior said, and this is an interesting topic for people to think about, there's a wonderful speech, Jim Helwig, the ultimate warrior, who changed his name to warrior, gave a speech. Uh, uh, my date's not going to be exact because I just remember that it's 2004 at the University of Connecticut. But if you look up the warrior Yukon speech from 2004, it's a very interesting piece of public address. He says to those people, there is no right without responsibility. He asked the question to the crowd, is there a right without responsibility? The right to birth. Somebody's responsible for your life. They may nurse you until you can help sustain your own life, but there is a responsibility. And this is true of everything. And he got in a lot of trouble because he said, you know, these things are more legitimate than their counterparts, which he considered to be illegitimate. That the businessman is far more legitimate than the bum. That the heterosexual is far more legitimate than the homosexual. And the crowd got riled up at this and said, whoa, whoa, how can you say that? What makes me less legitimate? Because there are a lot of, lot of folks in the crowd who uh, were of an alternate lifestyle, you know, the majority is, is, is heterosexual. And the alternate being that they, whatever the alternative was, if it's, they love the same sex, they're bisexual, fluid, whatever it might have been. And he, he said, what makes us less legitimate than the heterosexuals? He says, <laughs> it's hard to, hard to fathom this being said in 2021. He says, because queering doesn't make the world work, which most people would consider to be a, a racial slur or otherwise. Uh, the word in and of itself, I think, means strange. And in the context he was using it, didn't mean strange. It meant biologically it doesn't work. He says, I've got a film crew here with you, document with me documenting my life. They can watch you hook up with another guy tonight. You're not going to have a baby in nine months. And from a math and science perspective, here's a guy who used some very vulgar terms. But what he's saying out of it doesn't change. His insensitive or otherwise whatever your term might be his verbiage remains true in the cycle of life that you need two opposite sexes to conceive a child with the human race and you can make that you know I watched Jurassic Park and some southwest African frogs uh, become asexual in a same sex uh, environment and uh, don't come up with a bunch of nonsense here Man and a woman have to conceive a child. Well, no, that's not true. What about the sperm bank? And the... Think about what you're saying. Are both sexes necessary to conceive the child? Yes. You need both of those things to complete the sequence. Otherwise, it doesn't work. It's like an electrical circuit or anything else. And by the way, electrical circuit fans out there, my... G300 Logitech mouse is fully functioning after the nice uh, foam soap bath that I gave it in the sink at high pressure. Uh, water washing went right through it, rushed through it like the Roanoke Rapids, like the Colorado River. I let it dry out for an extended period of time underneath the fan and then otherwise for about seven days till I just felt good about it. I shook it out a few times. 
But it works. Uh, I had kept myself from buying. I didn't have a use for it. I'm not running a paint sprayer. I'm not running pneumatic nail guns. I'm not inflating floats. I have not purchased... Excuse me. I have not purchased a... Did my mind just go completely blank? An air air compressor. And I had full of hot air, and I can't think of an air compressor. Um... (laughs) I'm picturing in my head. I can draw it on paper. It looks like an alien spaceship. It's around. It's an air compressor. The mind of Michael Craver. But uh, no, we go back to the, what the Ultimate Warrior was was doing. He was just describing that biologically, you need a man and a woman. That relationship is more legitimate than any other. Why? This is the only one that creates life and keeps the cycle of life going. You can adopt. You'd need somewhere to adopt from, now wouldn't you? You can be a craftsman, but if you can't mine or otherwise work to generate your own material, what good are you? Well, I mean, I'm very handy once they, yes, once you have the delivery of the materials, once you can get those from some other source, you're a great second-hand person in the chain of custody. You are not, you know, Mother Nature, Mother Earth, otherwise. Like, if you can't create gold, I'm I'm a great jeweler. But can you mine gold? Can you develop gold? Can you, I mean, right. As great as you could be at being a dog breeder, the dogs have to do the work for you to have dogs in order to be able to to make money or rehome them. Without the dogs doing the humping, there ain't no dogs a-pumping. I don't know why I said pumping. Breastfeeding? I don't know. Growing up. It won't be a new generation. <clears throat> That's it, 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 It's self-explanatory, folks. And the thing with Biden and the election, how does, was he started off talking about politics and the election? and Right. Because each step in this process makes the world work. If you don't have a fundamental basis from which to drive your goals, then you're built on Nothing. How's the rock says to the hurricane? Never seen that. Look it up on YouTube. The rock and the hurricane and backstage. (laughs) Hold on. It's a phone call. It's for you. It's nothing. (laughs) You weigh 150 nothing. Oh, but it's, um, it's a strange time that people live in where they, oh, I can, Jordan Peterson has it in one of his 12 steps, you know. And uh, 12 Rules for Life, as Jordan Peterson calls his best-selling book. Clean up your room. He talks about, you know, who are you to tell the world how to do anything if you can't keep your own room or your own community straight? Very good point. Hey, buddy. Let me tell you how to drive. And you turn and look, and this guy's, you know, he's got a pig in the back seat, or he's full of laundry, or he's, you know, he's a hoarder, and his car is just... But filled with takeout bags and trash, and it would be condemned if it were a home. Maybe it is, but he's going to tell you to stay in your lane. <laughs> well, which of you has a platform to speak from? Just because you both have a car, is it is it in good repair, good maintenance? Are you otherwise surrounded by healthy choices? Oh, fund fundamentals. Oh, yes. That's where you want to be. You want to be making sound decisions. Well, which might be an insensitive word to people with hearing problems or something like that. I'm not meaning to be ironic or super funny about things. I'm a very technically 
um, guided young man. So when it comes to things, and I'm, I'm extremely objective. I'm tearing my own ideas down. Not in an insensitive way. That's not a sound idea. Why? Because they have nothing to do with wavelengths and audio? No. The, the idea of sound, you know, the metaphor. But that's where the smart-ass nature that we are in 2021 takes you. So where do I go? I go ahead and break down my own material on that plane so you don't have that argument against me to, to derail or deflect or otherwise ruin the conversation. When someone's talking to you and they say, Hey, have you ever tried this? And they go, I don't know if you ever tried it. You don't know what you've done. You don't take personal responsibility for answering the question with some transparency. And that's a shame. People never develop the fundamental skill of transparency. So what do they meet your question with? A question. They don't have the security. They don't have the confidence that goes along with that. It's got nothing to do with it. You don't understand what it has to do with it. It's there. It's present. And it has everything to do with how you conduct yourself. It's a pattern of behavior. How do doctors recommend things to you? <gasps> Based on your symptoms? Oh my God, not the symptoms. Yeah. So give me some of your symptoms. Have you ever tried something? I don't know. Have you ever tried it? Oh, okay. what are your symptoms? You're full of shit. Number one symptom. Let's put that down on the chart, nurse. There you go. What's next? Transparency, honesty, accountability, responsibility. Oh, we're coming up short on all these things. Looks like you need a dose of uh, oh, reality. Or as I've said in other episodes about work, people say, you know, I... You know what I'm looking for? Number one word. Every question. Doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't apply. But it very rarely doesn't apply in some way. Someone asks something and they, you know, they're looking for this, they're looking for that, they're going to finish the sentence. Oh, I know what you're looking for. Personality. Personality. What is it? Oh, son of a bitch. And it derails you. Why? But I don't know. Because it's a great answer and it's built on a mountain of evidence in other ways. But it's a stupid argument. It's hypocritical. You don't know what the end of your sentence was because you're confused. Not because you don't have personality. But if you let me get away with that, then I guess I win. I don't know any other way to say it. You know, it's got nothing to do with whether you <laughs> are smart enough or not. I'm saying something facetious, outrageous, something that's probably not applicable. You know, like if I ask you if... Do you like to eat cheeseburgers? Oh no, do you like cheeseburgers? What the fuck? These are personal interests, man. Am I making your decisions? Are you submitting to me? Is that what's happening here? Be prepared when people say stuff like that. Oh, you didn't vote for Biden? Oh, you're not a winner. Mm-hmm. It's yet to be determined what's going to happen with, with any of these things, but I'm telling you that by the end of the week, it'll just be another news story about another bunch of nonsense. One of the great things I read this week is a wonderful article. It's the cover story of the September issue of Harper Magazine called uh, Big Tech Extortion. And it talks about how, you know, when certain entities in the uh, world get too big, there's no alternative to them. They basically manipulate policy and public behavior. And it's something that you really ought to think about when it comes to your fundamental rights to come to market, free speech, and otherwise... So, look around you when you're making your choices. See where you're standing. What do you stand for? 
Well, it probably depends on what you're standing on. Right? Otherwise, what do you... You could slip through the cracks. <gasps> that's that's a pretty clever metaphor there. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here with no notes just talking to you. Because why? Because it's in a changing world where there's cracks that form on the pavement underneath of us. Where the roads that we go down end up with potholes and otherwise maintenance issues. What do you do with your car when you see those? You steer around them. You avoid them. Maybe we set up cones. Maybe we repair them. Or we close the road down. But we open a new road and go a different direction and we never see that. There's a lot of changes that can be made. If you're sitting on top of the world because you're a basketball or baseball or football fan, your complete basis for how things go is, it's right, Ohio State all the way, no matter what. What, what kind of logic is that? Because it's Ohio State, man. Cause <laughs> it's not based on anything. And you can go find statistics and argue with statistics. I'm going to bring up my favorite quarterly statistic. Well, 27%, forgive me, quarter would be 25%. 27% of all statistics are made up, right? Remember that. <laughs> Maybe it's 57%. I don't know if they're made up. But at the end of the day, when you're looking around at processes and fundamentals, if people are looking at you and they're saying, you know, you want to be a homeowner, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what it requires. X number of dollars in the bank. This is the credit score. This is what you need to have uh, walking into the equation to be approved for a loan. Or otherwise, you need to be able to pay it off outright. Hmm. Well, how do we get around that? Well, there's some very bootleg things that you can do. Like, what about what if we rent to own? Not through this financial agency, you're not. You can only do that from person to person. Things that have structure and fundamentals and they're, they're higher up on the mountain. You know, like that Mount Everest thing that I made earlier. If you're not going hiking and you're not building up your sea legs, Lieutenant Dan, then you're never going to be able to climb the tallest mountains of your life. I'm going to tell you that standing on firm ground is different than standing in a pile of horse shit. You will sink in it. You will need to clean your shoes off. And you'll track it everywhere you go. Think about what you say before you say it. This week's going to turn out all right for everybody. It's going to be a great week. I'm wishing a happy birthday to Jonas Benjamin. And uh, I hope that all of you guys enjoy your weather and everything else. It's being much nicer here in North Carolina. I'm getting ready to go eat some catfish that I got from the Texas Roadhouse this weekend. Girlfriend took me out on a date because she had a big milestone in her career. And um, I am looking forward to um, the future. This is going to be a good year. And uh, if you're not uh, fond of, of things the way they are now, just wait a week, two weeks, look in a different direction, take a different route. You're not stuck in a way that you always have to make the same choices, suffer the same consequences. You have the ability to change. You have the ability to find better information, to find a more efficient path, to quite frankly realize what can make you happy. But the number one thing that you have to do in those situations is to be reasonable. 
If you're unreasonable, it's hard to measure anything. If you don't know how to measure anything and you can't survey the land, you'll never know what you're standing on. You'll never know what you got. Let's be one of these folks wandering, hitchhiking, living off the land. He's living off the land. Okay, wonderful. Folks, if what you have is a decision you made without a lot of information, go get more information and see if you need to change your mind and see where you're at. Maybe you supported Trump through all this stuff and then you find out he's a douchebag after all. <gasps> oh my God. Maybe you supported Biden through the whole presidency and now that he looks like the lizard guy from Slither. Slither? What is that movie? Thinner from Stephen King. He does look like the guy that's a lizard. You know. Maybe you think it twice about that. Maybe you really love him. Maybe you didn't know Biden. Now that you know more about him, you're falling in love with him. Maybe you didn't know Biden. You're neutral on him. But now eh, you're feeling some other way about somebody else. Ah, oh, man. Should have voted for old what's-his-name. What's-her-name. Maybe you forget about that and go and ride down the road and see what's happening in your community. You look in the newspaper, you go to the local newspaper's website, look on a bulletin board around you in a grocery store or otherwise. Let's go to a coffee shop, barbecue joint, have a conversation. Just listen to what people are talking about around you. Maybe you get active on a smaller level and practice till you get more and more underneath your wings, and then you can really fly high. Like the people who want to go to the gym five days a week right out the gate. <laughs> You're not thoroughbreds. No, you're being silly. You kill yourself that way. You gotta condition yourself. You gotta hike before you climb. So what do you do? You go at a moderate pace. Hard for anybody to be a moderate these days. Everything's gotta be extreme. You gotta get people's attention. You gotta say crazy things like the ultimate warrior said. You know. That's a good way to get your point across, by saying something somebody will listen to, put some loud music, some lights behind it. But uh, the really important messages are just as important said in the dark, in the black, on the page, as they are if they're put on the marquee. Don't let the marketing fool you. Mm, mm mm-mm. Those of you out there doing multi-level marketing. What's that built on? Mm. That's the world's oldest sculptures, man. That's one of the wonders of the world's the pyramids. It's a pyramid scheme. Talk to any Egyptians lately. How'd that work out for them? Oh, maybe that's just a reminder they left behind, like the marks of Martin Luther King. Some are examples of what to do. Some are examples of what not to do. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. This has been Michael L. Craver Presents. And uh, hopefully I've given you something that uh, you can build upon. <laughs> Take care. Carries saints and sinners his train. Carries losers.